This is Michael, you're listening to Models of Masters, and I'm so grateful you're here. I'm breaking down personal stories, learned wisdom, and pieces of insight I hope can help you along your journey. Head over to my website, michaelbecker.org, for much more. And with that, let's get right into the show. Why do your clients buy from you? And then secondly, how do you know? Really think about those two questions. Let's step back and consider why someone hires you, purchases your course, or decides to invest with you. I mentioned Darwin's theory of evolution in part one of this series, which holds that by the mechanism of natural selection, over time, small genetic mutations in certain species give that species a competitive advantage in the game of life. Disadvantageous traits eventually weed out inadequate or weaker species. The strong rise, the weak fall, right? Today's world of online consumerism is the new competitive landscape where the same rules apply. Like, think about that for a minute. For our purposes, as business owners, the channels and the tools and the platforms that we have access to serve as the mechanism of delivery. And so the ability to put shit out there has become not only commoditized, but table stakes. Everyone can put out content on Instagram. Everyone can build a funnel. Everyone can create a podcast and so on. Okay, so what? Well, it's about more than just having a platform or putting out content. In general, people buy your product only when you hit them at the exact right time when they need it most. It's all about perceived benefit versus perceived risk or cost. Right now, there are certain things that I'm receptive to, for example, and others that I'm just not in the market for, right? No matter how great an offer or product is for, I don't know, a house in Alaska, like I'm never going to buy that. I'm just not in the market for it. But... I just hired a new coach who's been mentoring me for free for over a year to help me with a specific project, to polish my personal credit, help me get business credit, and to coach me to acquire my first investment property specifically because I was in the market for it. So sometimes you just have to be in the right place at the right time with business. It's also a fact that not all products are alike, not all service providers are alike, and not all offers are right for every person. So you have to know who you can't help just as well as you know who you can, and you have to stand strong in that. When it comes to your program, I think productizing your service is the, the number one thing that you can get right to differentiate. In kind of keeping with this theme of natural selection, understand that minor but functionally significant differentiations in your coaching program or digital product are the genetic mutations that will propel your business forward. In a commoditized landscape, productizing your service offer is basically mandatory. So what do I mean by productizing your service? Well, the businesses who are going to win into 2023 are going to be the ones who craft new products from existing services and solution-oriented bundles with existing products. The reality is that service businesses are a dime a dozen. They're more or less promising all the same results and delivering a similar thing, right? Many have no real proprietary component that makes them any different from anybody else. So those are the ones that will be outcasted in the next couple of years as savvy providers pivot to productizing. Without unique packaging, messaging, and most importantly, a systemized fulfillment process, there's no distinction for customers and therefore no reason to remain with you or to choose you over anyone else. Customers are going to come and go often. There's going to be high churn and copycats can basically take what you're doing or parts of what you're doing and spin off their own thing, right? Most will then try to either fulfill more cheaply or only on a portion of your holistic offering, which then devalues your solution in the marketplace. So if you provide a service and you haven't distinguished yourself, then you're exposed and vulnerable. 
On the other hand, when you productize services by building and trademarking a one-of-a-kind system, all of a sudden, you have an asset that's irreplaceable and not easily able to be replicated because not only does it exist inside of a walled garden, but you own the rights to the entire thing. You've packaged it specifically for customers to get maximal benefit, and you've differentiated yourself beyond what others are doing. Hey, this is Michael. I'm popping in for 20 seconds here to challenge you to take the next step in your growth journey. I've helped over 40 business owners amplify their operation inside of my immersive one-on-one, -on -one, which is unlike any other coaching program out there. We'll be getting hands-on, doing content planning, script writing, ads optimization, customer mapping, and a lot more. So if it makes sense to chat, the link to schedule your call is in the description. All right, back to the show. Productizing services also adds this element of intrigue and credibility and value that wasn't there before. As a byproduct, you can charge a 10x multiple on the price for a branded product because the esteem and the intrigue around it generates instant curiosity and perceived equity in the thing. You really have gone the extra mile to repackage your process with tact and thoughtfulness in a way that should maximize the benefit for recipients. Let's look at a basic example of how this might be done for Let's just say a software startup company. Okay, here's a version A of what they might say. You get access to our AI-driven software, plus onboarding, training, and access to our client services team for any needs that may come up. Okay, take that versus version two. You get premium use of our AI-driven suite. Once you sign up, you'll be enrolled in our three-week immersive acclimation program, plus our instant revenue training series for new clients where we show you all the hacks and secrets for getting the most of the tool. Do you see the difference there? Mine is my not so well thought out example names in the latter. Which of those inspires more trust? Obviously number two. You're like, wow, they've really got this down to a T. They've mapped out this multi-week path to success and even have a name for it. Must be legit. You can do this with any type of deliverable, renaming a coaching offer, finding a title for your e-newsletter other than newsletter, crafting a step-by-step -step onboarding system for new subscription clients and so on. You're not necessarily changing anything about the deliverable, just the delivery. And this requires little, if any, extra work. It's just a matter of doing a little repackaging and renaming. The holy grail in all of this is to create a trademarked system, program, suite, or tool that stands alone in the minds of consumers and puts you in a market of one. Every business should start thinking along these lines before it's too late and you're ousted by someone else that diverted and distinguished themselves just by doing a little rebranding and mechanization of fulfillment. So in a few words, Take your service, box it up into a product, reserve the rights to that product, and sell it at a premium. This approach to branding, product marketing, and fulfillment will become widely adopted in the near future for all successful client-based businesses, no doubt about it. So to sort of close out here, you know, please keep in mind, you don't have to be everything to everyone. I don't want this to sound like you have to take over the world to be successful. Driving revenue and change doesn't necessarily mean changing the world. It means delivering a superior service that fills an emotional or functional need in your customers' lives in a way that no one else can do as well as you. To do that, you have to catch the moment at the exact right time, make a ridiculous offer, and weed out the competition just by being the obvious choice. You have to be willing to create your own rules and to mutate where others remain stagnant. I'm not exaggerating when I say it's do or die time for client-based business owners. The space is about to pop even bigger. Good luck. Hey guys, if you found value in this episode, it would mean the world to me if you share it with a friend and on social media and be sure to tag me so that I can repost and please rate and review as everything helps so that I can get this knowledge to as many people as humanly possible. All right, I'll see you in the next episode.
That's it for this episode. Really appreciate you tapping in. FYI, my new book, Content Capitalist, is launching end of March. I'm super excited to put this out into the world. I've been heads down the past six months writing and refining the book. If you'd like to register for updates and be added to my VIP waitlist, go to michaelbecker.org backslash content capitalist book. Can't wait to share what I've been cooking up with you guys. See you in the next episode.